0: You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Speakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to
1: the Fan Bros, the show where the Bros are fans. Doodle. And what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Four All Nerds Show. The voice of the urban geek, the podcast where we distrust geek culture from the perspective of people of color. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, aka Benny and the Jetsons the redemption of finn meek House, sycamore again wakanda's <laughs> favorite dj the kevin bacon of the internets i gotta go back to that one because i've yeah. been um yeah because the kevin bacon of the internets the interconnected networks you know the internet shout out to dallas Penn, and george bush <laughs> but yeah i mean you know george bush was the first to say internets internets was he? <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. he was. That's where that's where Dallas actually got it from with George W. saying "Internet." What a dummy! And, I mean, <laughs> you know, my man was president. Not that dumb. Oh. You know, played somebody. Well, fifty-two. <laughs> um, <laughs> And sitting in the co-chair tonight is...
0: Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand <laughs> of Tech, also known as Rita Aurora Chimaru, E. Honda Civic, Princess Preach, <laughs> Toffee Baratheon, J. Prince of all Saiyans, and Dora the Explorer Miliche. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Dora the... To... Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm to just be honest with everyone out there listening. Thank you all for listening. I am so... Done up yeah. in the game right now. Sick, like Sickam uh, morgan <laughs> is an aka and also the reality right now because I am hurt up. I have been flying across the country back and forth, forth and back. And um I'm back in the spaceship, but it has been an adventurous week. Shout out to Mr. Wonderful. I see you out there, playboy. <laughs> uh, oh Shout out to Nick God. Crow. Shout out out to Nick Kroll, you know, a few other people out there. It was a real adventurous, interesting week. You know, much more to come on what happened this week later on, but you know, last week we were talking about keeping a positive attitude and I just want to keep that going because things have been, you know, a lot of things have been moving and I was peeping um, this film on Netflix, The Black Godfather, Mm. which is directed by the legend himself, Reginald Hudland, and If you all have not seen this joint, I highly, I mean, I've already watched it twice. It's so, like, inspiring. The Black Godfather is about this brother, Clarence Avant, who I hadn't even heard about up until this point. Okay. And my man has done everything. Like, everything. What's his name? From Clarence Avant. A-V-A-N-T. Avant. Avant.
0: Like Avant, the singer?
1: Yes, like Avant the Singer, like Avant-Garde. And my man has been a record label owner. He's been a manager. He's He is the black godfather. You know, Bill Clinton said in it that there is no one's advice that he takes more seriously word for word than Clarence's. Damn. Yeah. It's just an incredible film. Reginald Hudlin is also one of the most incredible people out there to me. If you don't know who he is, you need to Google him. And I' was just so blown away by this movie because I'd never heard of this dude, and he has touched the lives of everyone. He's the reason here's one just I mean, there's so many, but here's one. He's the reason that Janet Jackson linked up with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, which leads to control and rhythm nation.
0: Wow. He was he, he orchestrated that
1: He's the re, He orchestrated that because Janet Jackson up to that point, had been making albums still with her father. She had like two albums, I think, and they weren't you know, nobody was really caring. And then he was like, he worked with them, and for SOS Band, because they'd already done SOS Band, and so he worked with them then. And then he was like, oh, let me put you with Janet. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what to Jan- do with Janet Jackson, right? Nobody knew what to do with Janet mm-hmm. Jackson. So he put them with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They put out the Control album, you know, blows the fuck up, um, tell, you know, um, you know, I mean, everything on Control. I'm trying to think of my jam. Uh, funny how time flies. You know, that's control. Uh, and then they come right back with Rhythm Nation and, you know, come on now.
0: Well, you know I know and Rhythm Nation now.
1: I mean, everybody <laughs> knows got their Rhythm Nation. You know, so that's like, but that's him. And it's just one of so many stories. And it's what I always like to talk about. It's like, it it's not only who you know, but it's how you know them and how you treat them and how you move. And he said this ill line in the film. He said, I don't have problems. I have friends. Yeah. Hmm. And 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 his line was backed up by his reality. When you see the film, I'm not going to spoil why he said that, because it showed the power of friendship. It showed the power of cultivating friendship. It showed the power of keeping your word and being a person of your word and just always moving like that. And like I said, you know, one of the greatest bits of advice i ever got is from Conan O'Brien, who said, work hard and be kind and amazing things will happen. And I just say that all the time. And where are you going to go ahead
0: and say, I love Conan.
1: I do too. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about this this weekend because I actually ran into Conan at the black Panther press. Oh run. word. Yes. And, and I'll tell this story on, on the show now. Like there was a time in my life, um, when I was in the worst bit of depression, like I was, I I was in a place I could not see brightness. You know, I couldn't see nothing but darkness mm. And I was up one night watching his show, and this was when he was ending his um, run on, was that NBC? Yeah,
0: when they didn't give him the Tonight Show.
1: Yep, and he was moving to TNT. And so he's sitting there, and you can find this thing on YouTube. I've watched it multiple times since then. And he's sitting there, he's talked about how cynicism is a disease, and he feels like it's the worst thing to happen to the youth today this cynical attitude about things. And he's like, my mantra has always been work hard and be kind and amazing things will happen and it's worked for me in my life. And so I was sitting up there in my room by myself in the darkness watching this shit and that shit just hit me like, you know, slapped me in the face, like word, mm. you know, like. You to hear that. For, yeah, I needed to hear that. Like, first of all, you know, that cynicism shit ain't gonna do nothing for you. And second of all, you know, been you know, that's been your life already. So keep doing that, you know, work hard and be kind and things will get better. You know, amazing things will happen. And so that and another moment, you know, from my father that I'll just keep to myself right now was the two moments that really got me out of that, you know, where I started to see, OK, there's something else. And when I ran into Conan, I didn't even remember that, you know, <laughs> but I was like, I was standing there. We were both standing there waiting for an this interview tall or whatever. Ass. Yeah, his tall ass and I'm just like oh shit Conan O'Brien like he came out of the room I'm like oh shit Conan O'Brien I'm like yo you're amazing and he was like thanks you know <laughs> and, and then he told some joke about the hotel you know and then but I was just I forgot to tell him that and I hope I get to meet him again because I would love to tell him how much that meant to me and how much that just changed me and you know that's why I just want to always tell people the same type of thing is like work hard be kind do dope shit you know stay true to yourself stay creating stay doing whatever you feel like you were put on this planet to do and do it you know and then cultivate those friendships you know cultivate relationships with people and you know watch stuff like the black godfather i swear y'all that shit is so inspiring like go watch that movie as soon as you can because whoo lord i'm looking at imdb gave it six out of nine and so what
0: i'm gonna i definitely so, add into the I, queue I, I,
1: Hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes though, so big it's up because that joint is hot fire. I
0: saw that you at Reginald Hudlin on Twitter talking about Black Godfather, and that's how it got on my radar and Mm -hmm. how you want to get him on the show. And I saw that he liked the post, and he actually follows us.
1: Yes, and follows me and everything. And I I DM'd him, and we talked, and we've we've been we've been talking for a couple years, you know, back and forth about getting him on the show. But he's a very busy individual, obviously, so. We're going to work it out in the very near future. Okay. Uh, the future.
0: So it's not a wesley side situation where even though they, he follows mm. us, that he so pays us to us.
1: Ouch. No, Wesley, no. I hope you're listening. Yeah, I hope you're listening, Wesley, because, yeah, no, no, Reginald, Mr. Hudland, let me say, I mean, once again, Google that man because you want to talk about a fucking G. Like, I could do, I, I swear to God, I could do four or five episodes with Reginald Hudland easily. Easily. Like, one episode on, you know, Boomerang. One episode on, <laughs> like, before. Yeah, I mean, just... Oh, oh my God. House party. I mean, just so much shit this man has been involved right. in. Like, well, you know, soon come. Oof. Soon come. Yeah, soon come. But, all right. Man, you know, we we ain't even got out of the intro yet, you know. And uh, I guess... Do we need to take a break right here? I mean, what <laughs> are we talking about tonight, you know? I mean, I, it's
0: just because you've been talking about a lot of very deep, introspective stuff. So, I kind of feel yeah. weird, like, going to some, like, frivolous shit, like how you know how bad Dark Phoenix was and stuff like that wow but, um,
1: I mean that's a segue I mean
0: hey you know
1: I I saw Dark Phoenix you know I caught it through you know you, know, you I, caught it through I caught some, it.
0: some certain means
1: yeah alternative yeah. means and um <laughs>
0: Wait, 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 wait. I gotta do a disclaimer. For all nerd show does not condone pirating or anything of that nature. Please do not do what we just did. Never that. Never that. No, I don't, I
1: don't know what you're talking about. You know, I saw it. You know, that's what I'll say. You know, I saw it. And, um, Mm -hmm. it was interesting. It was
0: interesting. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I I, I just,
1: yeah, I just found it like average, you know, unremarkable. I think is the word I would find. Mm. Like, uh, like, going back to Endgame and stuff like that, how we talk about how these people know these roles. Like, I feel like all these people... I think Fassbender is an incredible Magneto. I think Jennifer Lawrence is, doesn't really want to be there anymore. And I, I understand why, so I'm not mad at it. Um, I think... What's his name? McAvoy is a great professor. I think, you know, Sansa... Um,
0: shansha, please.
1: Yes, is uh, Miss Wash Your legs. Need to wash your legs. No. Yo. Ugh, that hurt that hurt my soul that hurt my soul but uh i think she's great as you know dark phoenix as phoenix mm-hmm. um
0: Alexander ship is really good at making ice cubes because that's all storm yes. can do
1: ooh, 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 yeah there was that um i mean okay but this thing storm has been underused in every film ever like you know if you think that this is a change suddenly in dark phoenix I, I didn't think really it would change suddenly especially when it's yeah. the
0: same person hell no
1: and I just, I don't even know. I think even Halle Berry, you know, it doesn't matter who's playing it. I think people at in Fox don't know how to use Storm. You know, there's Clearly. No, clearly. And a lot of people, shout out to, ooh, I saw somebody. Uh, no, I was about to throw shade and I'm just
0: <laughs> Why not? It's prime. I'll throw the shade. Come on.
1: Okay. Well, uh, I saw somebody reposted uh, Charlemagne the God's uh, Storm Story on. Uh, what's he what's wrote Storm a Story? Storm- he wrote a Storm one-pager for Marvel. You know, shout out to oh, him. Oh, I
0: didn't know that. That's
1: yeah, you know, he, he did that. That happened. Um, And the Dark Phoenix, you know, it, like that happened too. You know, both of them, you know, about the same. You know, they happened. Like,
0: I will still never understand for the life of me why, and this is clearly prior to the, the acquisition and all that, but why they decided to do this story again. Why Like, really? Why bother? Like you want to do the story again with younger actors and like think. But the writing is still bad. So I'm just like, where did you think this was going?
1: They said originally this was supposed to be two movies and, you know, maybe then it could have worked. But it just loses so much of what made Dark Phoenix dope in the cartoon and, you know, originally in the comic book. And I know they did it so much better, even in the cartoon, than they yeah. did in the movie. Hell yeah. Like,
0: and even the first movie that did it, did it terrible. Like, they changed that whole shit up. Sh-
1: sh- I, I mean, we can't get no those stint-tight outfits and, the, you know, the sash. What, what's <laughs> that around her waist? It's like, not even about- The sash is, the sash is everything, dog. I mean, like, that is everything to me about that Phoenix Johnstoo. I mean, like, e- the sash. Even if you put that and away. And the boots to match.
0: Even if you put that away, because- <laughs>
1: You ain't got no sash. You <laughs> ain't got no sash. sash, like okay.
0: You know you can get the sash, but I'm saying, if you change the outfits up, because that's what live action movies do, right? They change shit up, yep. and, and that's where it is. Fine, but there's certain intrinsic parts of it that why, like I guess my point is, I understand that people feel like you have to adapt things differently for live action, but when it's not necessary, why? Like why can't you? Why couldn't y'all have yeah. done the whole Shiar situation? Granted, there was no setup to it, so maybe and because they weren't have to me they didn't have the foresight to set up into it. Yeah, but y'all could have still did the outer space shit. Y'all could have still did this. The, the, like you could have did the real. Like um, when, yeah. when a thirty year old plus or whatever, how many years old is now cartoon is still putting it over <laughs> like there's i mean not to say that there's there's a problem it's just like yo like y'all have all of these places as you mentioned books and all that other stuff you have all of these places to draw from and you still doing average level stuff
1: well i saw another thing where the guys behind the fox whatever the first they wanted to like they wanted the original director or whatever wanted to, uh, that's why he left he wanted to do first class and then he wrote um days of future past right yeah. but he was like Which yo we should do this movie. no it's pretty good but he was like we should do this after we do something else he's like you can't do it like they did it where they did and so that's why he left um that's not fast but what's the director's but, name uh Matthew Vaughn so
0: creative differences so he so he tried to no, and you say he tried to put yeah, some logic into it and they was like no nah. straight and up he was like well I'm out
1: yeah and, and went on to do Kingsman and get paid I love
0: Kingsman uh,
1: yeah, but that was the thing he was so right because he's like you can't do Days of Future Past has to be the last one in the trilogy. Yes. You know, that's the end of it all. You can't do it where you where they did it where it's like uh first class and then they did Days of Future Past and then they just follow up with Apocalypse for no reason and then it's like, well, Dark Phoenix, <laughs> you know, and it's like, well,
0: Darth, at that point they they were defeated.
1: <laughs> that might be the title. <laughs> well. <laughs> Dark face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shasha, please. Yeah, that's about. Oh man, there was some cool action. Nightcrawler had some dope action. Oh Magneto had some dope action. But I was like, even when he was having dope action, I was like, oh, I'm kind of tired of seeing you, Magneto. Like, I've seen you do dope action for like eight movies. You yeah, know, if like, they
0: put creativity above all else, we would have had a Nightcrawler movie. We, mm. I mean, do, do you remember the early the early X Men movies? Remember, oh, so fire! And even if, if yeah. y'all think every like, and y'all, I'm talking to everybody listening. Even if y'all think everything else was whack, you cannot tell me anything to deal with Nightcrawler was whack. That shit was his character. That shit was incredible. His character was incredible. He was so well written. He actually had mm-hmm. backstory. They they actually cared about the and you he
1: could, had pathos. You could
0: tell mm-hmm. that the writers were into that character. Yes. And on top of everything, the cherry on top his CG effects was monster. Mm-hmm. Like the way he was bamfing out of, you know, in that, what, what was he, he was killing the president or some shit and he was bamfing yeah, in he the was White House. attacking the president. That yeah. shit blew my mind because that was like an opening scene or some shit, right?
1: Yeah. That shit was no, it's one of the best opening scenes in like movies ever. Ever like, and yeah.
0: here we are. But anyway, I guess it doesn't matter now because Disney's got it and we're going to wait, what, five years to see something?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think, um, I was trying to say four or five,
0: is, but I don't
1: know. Yeah, it might be around that, but I was even thinking and having a discussion with some people because the idea came up and even Mystique makes a joke about it, but she's serious in the movie, is that the women do all the work, so yo, you should change the name to X-Woman. And yes. that, you know, became a thing on the internet where everyone was like, "Yeah," you know, and I would think Marvel's smart move right now would not to be called, the like, whatever the first film is with mutants, you know, call it something else. Like, not X-Men. Like, if you, if you want to do a Storm solo movie, no, then, you know, no, call, call it Storm. No,
0: call it Aurora Monroe. Aurora Monroe. I mean,
1: Monroe. that's... See, but that, I, I'd do that if you were going to do a TV show.
0: Whatever. You know,
1: that sounds, that sounds more like a TV show. But if you got a movie out there with Storm, you know what I mean? Like, bam, bitch, what? Storm. Nice, right,
0: so boom. You know, because imagine
1: if they just put that on... You know, like, when they, remember when they did Black Panther? When they just put the title up? Like, oh, imagine yeah, yeah, if they did yeah. that. Storm. You know, like, come on! You talk about go nuts. Or
0: can we get a proper rogue? Can we get? I
1: mean, I, oh, I mean that—that's my there. I mean, I mean there, Storm you
0: know? is a given. I've been saying this this from yeah. the dawn of time of live actor Storm. But, rogue? Could we get a rogue? Could we with
1: Captain Marvel? Can Can you do that story now? Could we
0: get a real that, Mystique movie? Like, and and first of all, Rebecca Romijn Stamos was a bomb ass Mystique.
1: Uh, oh, now, all right. Now, see, now that I've seen Brie do it for another movie, I could see them doing Brie with one more movie. Brie. Then have, a, yeah, Brie Larson as Captain okay. Marvel with one more movie. Then have Rogue come in in Captain Marvel 3, steal her powers. Uh-huh. Have Monica take over as Captain Marvel. And then have Rogue become the Rogue we know with the. But no, I I, I just can't uh, see but, it. But I no, can't Misty. see them ever doing <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I just can't see them ever doing it where they have rogues stealing Captain Marvel's oh, powers. I mean,
0: they, they, yeah. they're not going to because I guess that's, that rides too close to the books. I, or I, It's so funny, I almost said it rides too close to reality, even though it's a story, yeah. but it is reality. But anyway, they're not, but come, but, yeah. but they could allude to it in different ways. Just like, yeah. you know how they they, they they still, like how they allude, I don't know how else to explain it, like how the fact that Cap was wielding Mjolnir, like, mm-hmm. like, the,
1: yeah, they they can have her steal her powers for a minute, yeah. but just not permanently. Yeah, yeah definitely they'll do it for a minute. I know that if Rogue comes into the movie, they're gonna have her take Captain America. You know that that might be the next like you know big moment you know in the movies they build on up to, but we'll see. But oh, um, yeah, yeah well, Dark Phoenix. Um, welp. Yeah, welp. Yeah, welp. Um, I think we need to take a break right here. <laughs> And we'll be right back with more of the 4 All Nerds show.
0: Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with 4 All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Test podcast. And when we aren't doing one of our many podcasts,
1: yes. we are listening to 4 All Nerds. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Real Life Kaz, and when I'm not keeping it tight on Flavor Two, I am with the Four All nerd Show. My God, Ben, I mean Jeff, Tatiana, everybody in the, in the spaceship, spaceship, mothership, black ship, white ship, spaceship. spaceship. I said spaceship. First. All the blood clot ship. All the blood clot shit, man. <laughs> Lord of Mercy. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerds Show. As always, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash forallnerds. And, you know, if you are so giving and so loving, please help support the mission over there. We got a lot of different tiers, a lot of different good stuff, a lot of content that you can only get on Patreon. Bontent. Bontent. I was thinking about that earlier. Is Captain America to Blood's Bapton America? (laughs) Yes. Because they can't even do it for America, because you know that's got the C sound in it, so they can't do it for the America. You know, it's America. Well,
0: that's gonna be my new AKA. Thank you.
1: Oh, I was trying to use it today, but I was like, that's so ridiculous. Baptist America. Which is why it's
0: mine now, because it's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> there we go. Bad shout out to Captain America. The-
0: <laughs> so even saying it, that's mine. That's totally mine.
1: <laughs> the blood uh, Wait, uh, super soldier. Yeah, they could say super soldier. So yeah, the blood super soldier. All right, there we go. Captain America. Um, yeah, I do not know where we were going from there. Patreon. That's right. Yeah, thank you to all our supporters over there. As always, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes on spotify shout out to spotify make sure you get over there and you know subscribe on spotify on spotify (laughs) you know you know know, i'm just saying i'm saying spotify is a great music platform (laughs) that a lot of people should be using right now i'm just saying you know a lot of things going on over there that you know people should be involved on
0: spotify
1: on spotify yes and um also on netflix you know on netflix (laughs) (laughs) is this uh yeah you know we gotta talk about this like
0: oh my god it's just incredible and the best thing i've ever seen on this series on this series i
1: i you know i saw actually i saw someone today say the writing was you know pretty bad on this episode what yeah, and as someone who follows us who's a big fan of Castle Blatt, so I know they listen to this show, I'm actually going to have to DM them and, okay. you know, see what... We might have to have them on the show at some point, because they're actually, you know, a culture critic. as You know, they talk about culture like okay. we do, and so we I, I want to see what their thoughts were. I myself thought the writing was... I mean, I think this has... You know, we, what we're talking about, folks, is Striking Vipers, the first episode of the third season of Black Mirror, now on Netflix, you know, not on Spotify, but on Netflix. And um, it's a wild episode. I highly encourage everyone who hasn't seen it to, you know, pause this episode and go watch it before you continue or skip over this. We got the timestamp in the comments below because, yeah, we're going to spoil a little bit right here. And it's definitely I had no idea what was drumming because I didn't even watch the trailer. Me neither. I avoided the trailer. I yep. purposely
0: didn't not read or watch yep. anything about it.
1: Nope, nothing. I knew who was in it. Slightly, but I didn't even know um my girl from Sleeping, uh, Sleeping Hollow. the Sleepy Hollow was in it. So um ooh Nicole Bahari. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. fine as hell. Yeah. Whoa man, well and <laughs> and a fucking phenomenal. She so good. Oh I- my. And God. I know a
0: lot of listeners watch Sleepy Hollow and we're also advocating for it to get put back on. Yes. I never yeah. watched one episode. Me either. So I, didn't, I was sleeping. I, was,
1: I didn't know. Well,
0: I wouldn't even say she, you were sleeping because once they got rid of her character, it was just like, why are we Who watching cares? this? But yeah. I did not know the levels of her artistry. And she's an artist. Yes.
1: Artist. I mean, a phenomenal. The bar scene, that woman is eating things alive in yes. it. And my man, Yaya, delivers what, to me, is one of the best lines of dialogue <laughs> and whole speeches, his whole... Sp- the lead-up to the line of dialogue. So I'm like,
0: how could you not... Like, even if you thought it was ridiculous, how could you not like this episode?
1: I don't get it. Because I... When my man said single-player, multiplayer, you know, I got in on with this guy from Netherlands. You know, he was cool. But, you know, you, you know, Tundra... You know the polar bear character? Like <laughs> it's the lead up. You know, he said, you know, Tundra and how how they had Tundra like shown throughout the episode before that. So you knew it's you know, and all Tekken fans know yes. about the polar bear character. Yes. And so then I, he, I'm one of those Tekken I fans. I fucked Yes. I oh I have too. I fucked the polar bear. <laughs> and I could And my man <laughs> I cried, Tatiana. I got up from my couch and cried. <laughs> I, I walked to the bathroom. I paused it and I cried for two, three I minutes. I could not stop laughing. Then I get I was, you. Oh my God. I get you because
0: I was also crying because I just, as the whole time I was watching. I was like, yo, Yaya is just extra as fuck.
1: Extra like, just as fuck. Extra,
0: and it was, just, I mean, and obviously that was his character, but he was really feeding into it. He was
1: my man was humping him on the couch when they were first playing so Strike extra- and Vipers. And
0: it's and it's even more incredible because I don't know. I don't think you were there, Ben. I mean, when we interviewed and if you guys didn't know, we interviewed Yahya Abdul-Mateen the second um, back in January um, when he was when he appeared on Aquaman um, as Black Manta. So speaking to him in person and understand at least getting a, a, a taste of his personality there and then watching him on this, I was just on the ground crying laughing. Crying, crying, because like it's just like I knew he had he had range, but like he just really it's just going on another level here.
1: No, and I was there for that. I was there to meet you. Did you?
0: Were you there? Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, man, the fact that I didn't remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you were focused, obviously, and you know the man, but yeah, incredible. You know, even Anthony Mackie, and people are like, "Yo, you," and like, I don't. I, I dislike Anthony Mackey's politics so you know right. I, I, I highly and I dislike a lot of things he says and I would love to have him on the show to distrust these things but he does do his job because you know his character is great too but I really just personally felt that Yaya and Nicole just destroyed this episode and there's a lot of layers to it you know and I think we could talk about this on a whole separate episode and yes. talk about all the yes. you know sexuality and everything and in we it. will Yes, I had no issues with anything shown in the episode. My problem was, well, not, I even found the resolution to be, you know, a real interesting take on relationships and on what, you know, relationships mean Mm -hmm. and what you're in it for and all those different things. And so I thought even how they resolved everything was great. Because halfway through, I your Anthony Mackie, if you, if you don't leave Nicole, so she can find a man who loves her, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> but I, I you know, I,
0: I, I also thought because see, that's because you you had personal feelings for her. But I, I mean, but I also look. thought it was very interesting. And in, and honestly, it's very realistic, believe it or not, how yes th- th- that as you say that solution or the resolution, it, it kind of shows you like the lengths that which people love each other, the things that they will do for each other. To make sure Mm -hmm. that the other is happy.
1: Mm. And I was once having a conversation. I'm a name drop right here. I was uh, once having a conversation with Brian Fuller and we were talking about this, you know, and and I was like, yo, it's so interesting to me how we live in this time period where people are judged. Like how you sleep with suddenly be determines what type of person you are. Mm. You know, like you slept with a man, you're gay. You know, you're homosexual. You know, it means it becomes this labeling thing. And it's like, but sexuality, in me, like most things in life are pretty fluid and everything, you know, just whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, attraction, all that different stuff is also, you know,
0: fluid and attraction is also complicated. And when you, just like with this episode, when you then throw the aspect of a digital medium that Mm -hmm. essentially uh, approximates, uh, real life, you yes. know, whether like they, you know, they could feel each other. It approximates, you know, she, he like a Yaya being a woman and having breasts mm-hmm. and, and you know and all this, this stuff. Tight, <laughs>
1: wet, plus <laughs> that. Yo. He, yeah. Yo. Yo. All right, at that point I was I I had to get up. I was like, okay, this turned into a horror movie suddenly like this went from a comedy to a no, horror. No, that movie was so funny
0: to me. I was done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was dying laughing and also staring out of my mind. It was just so like no, I was But
0: but like the point is like as you say like it's it's fluid in real life and all that other stuff but then bringing in the aspect of of a digital space that can do all these things and and put you in the zone and it and yes you're going to start questioning things like like wait a minute Mm -hmm. and my thing is we're kind of already there like yes black Mm -hmm. mirror took it a step further with the the neural implant or so the neural connectors and and made you basically in a hyper vr world but like that's not far from the real world right now people catfish all the time people yep since, since the dawn of...
1: People fall in love. People fall in love. That's a, I, beyond even I was going to say, you know? even
0: if you take it... Even take it... Let's bring it back 5, 10, 15 years. If you bring it back to, like, AOL chat room shit like that, like, people... Yep. Well, some people are pretending, clearly, but pretend, one person pretending to be a woman, another person pretending to be a man. People who develop relationships online and it's all text-based. Then you fast mm-hmm. forwarded things like when you're playing game, when you're doing online gaming. Even in the early days of online gaming, you still had things developing like relationships. Again, when you play games, many times men play as women and then... Things happen. Things form. Mm. Like, like it's it's complicated. And
1: yeah, it's like like yeah. they, they introduced at the beginning of the thing role play. Yeah. You know, like going back to even before we we're playing digital. You know, role playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, when certain people would play as a woman, and then their character meets and falls in love with a man because they're playing a straight woman or whatever a cis role woman. Role play. Yep. Yep. And then they're you know, but they have to role play it out, and then they're like, oh, I'm in love with this dude, and that. So it's like our. And people are like, you know, even me, I was like, yo, you know, he he really has feelings for Yaya. He needs to leave his wife, but does he really? You know, there's it's so many levels to this thing. You know, like, does he have feelings for Yaya? Yaya, I feel clearly had feelings for Anthony McIntyre. Oh, clearly,
0: it was clear he loved him. And see, Anthony to me was like
1: looking for something,
0: yeah, uh, but not not sure what. Real names,
1: (laughs) yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely. But you know, at this point. You know, <laughs> I got it. You know, it's easier know.
0: to differentiate, but <laughs> yeah, because because they had like really pl- plain names. But point is, to uh, I, it's just it's just a lot of nuance there, and I and the reason why I enjoyed this episode much was besides the fact that it was funny as hell, even whether it was unintentionally funny or not doesn't matter. It was, but it just made you think, and it made you like expand the map in your head about wait, where is mm-hmm. this going? And also the different questions you have to ask yourself. And what you said, Ben, was very profound. Like, you know, you may fall in love with the person, but are you really? You know, what's what's yeah. exactly happening? So
1: is it, you know, are you in love with them or are you physically attracted? You know, is it lust? Is it love? There's all these different things, you know, and it's like that's what I mean. That's why the labeling of people by who they sleep with is so weird to me because physical and mental attraction are two different things you know it's like what we you know I everyone I think just goes through all kind of things in life they're not like just one thing but because that's how we have to live in this society and a lot of people are scared of being labeled that's what they say no I'm straight I'm straight you know mm-hmm. like Mm, you know i'm straight dog you know like (laughs) niggas have a goddamn heart attack over that that shit yeah like niggas be you know stressing themselves like (laughs) and i grew up listening to prince you know so i grew up on some like man that you know like Jamie Foxx said you don't look prince straight in the eyes because that man's attractive you know like so i grew up on stuff like that in the 80s was always weird and very fluid and very out of control and Like Dallas Penn always says, hip hop has always been a lot more accepting than people think it is. You know, like especially when you're on the inside of hip hop, it's always been a very accepting art form, especially in its early days in the like the New York clubs in the 80s and 90s. You know, like what was going on in them? Like you had to be because the shit was wild. So it was like, you know, you just that's how everyone was. And nowadays we live in this, you know, a lot more conservative society where everyone is really tight ass and everyone's like and you know labeling you know you're liberal you're conservative you're gay you're straight you know and it's so and then gamers and that's why i also love because gamers have that whole you know, like the fact that this is confronting gamers right in their face you know about like yo i mean chill with all that you know
0: but i'm not the traditional quote-unquote gamer but i grew up Gaming and yes. so there. And you had made the point, you had mentioned Tekken, like all the different tropes that were into that. Oh, like, it, like, clearly, the Striking Vipers game was a mix of Tekken, Street Fighter, uh, Virtual Fighter, like it was a mix of basically yes. all the fighting games, yep. And it was just so funny to me how, like, they just threw everything in the mix, but it was st- like it, at the end of the day, it was still very, uh, striking (laughs) I didn't mean to make that pun (laughs) Uh, it was still very striking that the that that there was so much that there were a lot of touchstones in there for me personally and I know for millions of others there had to be
1: I was crying when they were sitting on the beach talking after one of their sessions and in the background there was a crash lunar module (laughs) And it's such a fighting game thing. you had this beautiful beach, (laughs) yeah, and beautiful beach, and then this crash looter module. And you're like, wait, what happened there? Especially as a kid, when I'd be playing Street Fighter, I'd always be like thinking about what was going on in these backgrounds. You know, like why were they at the Air Force Base fighting? Why were people cheering them on? You know, just
0: like any other fighting game, why is her titties out like that? Like if you're Uh, fighting. how like that's not safe
1: <laughs> not at all not at all you know but it, yeah, luxury, it listed, you know? so
0: yeah, and then so. and then the i gotta find out well first of all you know that was palm clement yes you know love her
1: mantis, uh, yes. mantis
0: um and and the gentleman who paid um the ryu uh knockoff yeah he was cool he was yeah really, he was really cool there. definitely
1: yeah no everyone involved i mean this was an excellent episode you know, I'd love to hear what more people think about it, you know, their feelings on it. I know a lot of people have a lot of feelings on this episode. And I just thought, you know, it was incredible. I was crying, laughing. Like you said, like we said, there were so many little things when they're standing at the end of it. And his game over is in the background. And he like leans on, or I think he punched the game he over at one design. point. Yeah, it's like all, all this little exactly. stuff was so hilarious. And, and, and like, I just wanted
0: to say his name. And I apologize if I mispronounced, but, but uh, Luddy Lynn.
1: Okay. Um, I know I've seen him before. What else has he done? He
0: has been on uh, many things, actually. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen any of this stuff. But okay. he's been on a lot. He was on something called Monster Hunter. No, the, excuse me, Monster Hunt. Lost in Hong Kong. He was on, oh, he was on Marco Polo TV series. Remember Marco Polo? Oh,
1: sh- yeah. Shout out to Chico Leo, who loved yeah. Marco Polo. Oh, he was
0: Zach on yeah. the Power Rangers? Which Power Rangers? The twenty wow. The 2017 movie? He was Zach? Zach?
1: Maybe that's what it was. Damn. damn. He
0: was. He was the Black Ranger.
1: And the one that just came out with... Um, yeah, the one that came out... With Walter White? Yes. Wow. Walter White Yeah, I saw yes. that. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Yeah,
0: so maybe that's what you remember. So that anyway. would,
1: must mean that must be it. That, yeah, everything else you're mentioning, I have no idea, but yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, wow. No, everyone
1: involved was, yeah, dope. You know, very dope episode. He was in and Aquaman
0: too, as well. He was Captain Merc.
1: Yes, I think that's what I, I remember him in, in that as well. Mm. I, I do think so. But definitely Power Rangers, which was much doper than it. You I, know, I really think it was think.
0: Like underrated. People, like, it yeah. was pretty. I mean, yeah, it had its problems, but it was pretty good.
1: It was not underrated. People liked it. People didn't see it. That's, that why, I that's yeah. why I think it's underrated. That's why I
0: think it's underrated because yeah. nobody saw it.
1: Yeah, nobody. Yeah, it's just like, ugh. I, I can't believe I saw it. and like mad people didn't see it because <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no Power Rangers. <laughs> And I have really enjoyed it too. Oh well. All right. Well, that's it for you know our review of Striking Vipers <laughs> this week. I mean, pussy. we definitely, yeah. Who said it like <laughs> this...
0: that, Sansa.
1: <laughs> Yo, yeah. This <laughs> pussy. Yeah. Was that Easter? Yeah. Must have been the pizza. Easter bunny you she wanted to hop up in this pussy. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. I love her. Oh my God. Yeah. She is such a G. But you gotta wash her legs, girl. <laughs> Like, no, seriously. Oh seriously, yeah. Oh that's Shout nightmare. out to Sir
0: Sophie Turner. I know we, S- Sophie we, I know we Turner, keep yeah. using their character names and real names interchangeably. And, and that's like terrible to do. But
1: yeah, it's, but, but listen, we're
0: going to get these jokes off.
1: Yeah, we damn sure are. And speaking of jokes, even though all these won't be jokes, but there definitely will be some of them. It is now time for The Guac is Extra the gequently asked questions the guac is extra where we answer any and all listener questions and we have a ton of them tonight but if you have any question for us hit us up, contact at 4allnerds.com or hit us on the Twitters, on the Instagrams at 4 nerds. in fact, big shout outs to the Twitters and the Instagrams thank y'all for following us over there for shouting us out for mentioning us you know talking about us anything at all we love to see yes it. thank you so yes. much like, thank you
0: to people who said that there's someone today who was like i just found my new favorite podcast and add us yeah
1: that's that's amazing i saw that yeah one.
0: that mean that like really like start putting teardrops in my eyes i'm like oh damn there's a lot
1: of fucking podcasts out there <laughs> like okay <laughs> you know, there's a whole lot. And for somebody to say that, that's like, really? Like, for real? Like us? Like, you love us? us? Yeah, for reals. But, yes, they do love us because they send us a lot of questions. It's the geek when they ask questions. We answer any and everything. Geek question or not it doesn't have to be about geek, you know, culture. It can be about whatever. We just love to answer questions. So hit us up. And what do we have up first tonight?
0: Up first comes from Patreon because our super producers get priority with their questions. It comes from F Seven Patches. They write, right up. "I was sad to hear the reviews of Brightburn weren't so hot because I was really mm. into the concept of the sort of genre mashup twist like that. I know Ben said he has seen plenty of this particular story, but what are some of your favorite twists on a genre that you've seen, or Ooh. ones that you'd like to see? Ooh. Personally." I liked seeing Warm Bodies a while back a zombie slash rom-com and I liked the Mm -hmm. gritty cop narrative in a world full of superheroes that they did in Powers the comic Um, it was hard to get access to the show as always love the show F7 Patches aka Dungeons and (laughs) Dragum. I love that name
1: (laughs) yeah I do too that's a great one shout out F7 um I only read a little bit of Powers. That's by Brian Michael Bendis. I, it, the show was also hard to get access to, and I never saw it. Um, I thought it was cool concept. It's like you follow these cops who live in a world of heroes, and so it's about cops investigating, you know, superhero crime, but they're like regular-ass cops. I'm going to be investigating
0: part. shit. Like-
1: yeah, for real. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> like y'all yeah, going to do what y'all going to do. <laughs> yeah, that ain't, that ain't a job I'm taking, awesome. homie. Um... That's a great question. Uh, I love Planetary. I've talked about it before. Planetary is this comic book. It's only 21 or so issues, maybe 23, I think, total. So there's like three trades, and they always reprint them so you can get it. And Planetary is just one of the illest comics ever, first off, but it, it contains a lot of genre mashups. That's basically the whole concept of the book is like these four characters are exploring the history of the world, mm-hmm. and if the, the hidden history of the world, which contains pretty much every genre story you've ever imagined, like one issue takes place in Hong Kong, where it's like a Hong Kong Japanese action movie with ghosts and some other shit going on, and then one issue takes place where they go back and investigate like 1950s style science fiction movies, where it's like giant ants attacking a town. Attack. Oh. Yeah, but it all connects and everything. Like, the author is author, Warren Ellis. And in, like, one issue, he connects the Lone Ranger to Zorro. Like, he makes it where, like, Zorro is, like, the Lone Ranger's father. Wow. And then the Lone Ranger to Batman. You know, it's like...
0: Oh, like, the precursors to... Yeah, Holy like, shit, where... it's kind of cool.
1: It's very cool and just one of the illest comics ever. Like, I promise you, Tatiana, you should definitely check it out. It's so dope. Planetary, it's just incredible. And for genre mashups, I think that's one of my favorites right there.
0: I, I need a lot more time to think about this because mm. I, I can't think of anything right away. But I'm sure I'll come back to this. Maybe next week I'll come back to this. But, cause, and also, I okay. like Ben Amin's answer.
1: Yeah, no, Planetary is just... I've talked about it before, but anytime it's is worth talking about that book. And it also contains a really ill twist on the Fantastic Four. Which I won't give away yet, but that it's it's another genre mashup, just a twist on the Fantastic for itself. All right. So, yeah. Well, since we're in
0: the world of comics, let's ask a comic, another comic question. Uh, uh, Jules, <laughs> Juel Sheptana, <laughs> aka Sheptar. Nice. What up? Um, H uh, U uh, you know? <laughs> Let me do that again, because mean coughed all over it. H U yep. you know? Um, He writes, obviously I know this guy, company-wide comic crossovers seem to come one after the other after the other. What do you think are the best or the worst? Company-wide comic crossovers.
1: Oh, um... mm, mm, I'm not a fan, obviously. (laughs) Like, um... (laughs) I liked uh House of House of M was definitely ill, but I think that pretty much stayed to the X Men books. Okay. Age of Apocalypse was another one. I would, like I'm I'm I keep naming ones that are like just involving the X Men books because those were always my favorites. Like going back to when I was a kid, like Fall of the Mutants and the Mutant Massacre, like it was the ones that just involved the X Men were always my favorites. Those are so And, like, House of M and, like, Age of Apocalypse, even recent. Well, I mean, those are Age of Apocalypse, like, 20 years old now, right? God damn. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And House of M is, like, 10 or so. So, would things like like Civil
0: War be considered a comic?
1: Yes. A company-wide comic thing? Yeah. I think that's... No.
0: uh,
1: Oh. Yeah. No. I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but, you know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, some people might have, you know. You know.
0: Um, Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they killed Black Goliath for no reason, you know, like... They always kill a was, black person for no reason. Yeah, pretty much, so. Um, uh, damn, I'm trying to think of one recently, man, that I really... Mm.
0: I did not know you didn't like Civil War, though. No, I, I, I thought
1: it was... I, I just thought it was whatever, Right? Really. I didn't like the art as much, and Mark Millar, once again. I think Mark Millar has great ideas in his execution, it leaves something to be desired most of the times. And I thought that was one of those where I was like, whatever, you know, like,
0: what do you think? I
1: th- I like the movie much more than I like the book.
0: What do you think about things like Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
1: Oh, incredible. Okay. See? Yeah. Yeah. See, those type of things are incredible to me. You know, like that's, I love that. I haven't got to read that new one, but I heard that's fire. The new Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I heard that's really fire. Like the Batman, I talked about this before, the Batman, um, What's his name? Looney Tunes. Uh, I did get you, you rabbits. Uh rabbits. Yeah. Um, what's the dude's name? Um, Bugs Bunny? Elmer, oh, Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Oh, yeah. But did yeah. he out yeah. with um, Batman? Yes, that shit is incredible. It's in a Tom King book. And and then Tom King even referenced that in the regular Batman. You know, again, like, no, that type of stuff, I love. The Archie, the Archie books they, do all these wild the Archie Predator one. Yes. So good. Predator murders everybody. Nice. It was, am- it was yeah, it was amazing. Like he straight up murdered all of them. The Archie versus the undead was really dope. I love those. Archie universe has been doing some ill comments. I, and
0: you know, I'm kind of like going through some stuff now. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize how many crossovers Archie has. Like there was an Archie Punisher
1: book yep. back in the yeah. day. Yeah, back in the day. That was back in the day. Wow. But more recently, they've done tons upon tons. Like. They're doing really ill stuff with the Archie books. Like, you know, that whole company is telling it.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: Yeah. So I love those type of mashups.
0: All right. The ones more. that are unexpected or you don't think will yeah. work, but it becomes yeah. really dope. Yeah. Okay. The-
1: I'd love to hear, though, from the listeners. I'd love to hear, like, if there was something more recent. Uh-huh. Like, I know, like, Infinity, they did this one in Avengers called Infinity. That was a few years ago. I liked it. I didn't love it. I remember there was like Fear Itself, which I did not care about. I've read through that one. I thought it was terrible. Um oh God, I can't remember the name of it. It was about the like the secrets. The art was crazy, but yeah, whatever. On to the next question. But yeah, if y'all got a good one, let me know. Cause yeah.
0: On to the next one.
1: Yeah.
0: The next one comes from Philip Winslow. They write, What thoughts, if any, do you guys have on E three so far? What are your what are you looking forward to? What slapped? Uh, they believed Deathloop and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Excuse me, twenty seventy seven slapped. And what flopped? They think they had Avengers trailer and maybe Project Scarlet.
1: Is Deathloop that game about like you keep dying and coming back to life or something? Yes,
0: and and for like the first time that I've seen, it stars two black protagonists or oh, not even protagonists. We that. don't know who, who. I can't even say protagonists. We don't know who's quote unquote good or bad. It stars two black characters: a black woman and wow. a black man.
1: Wow. And, okay. I'm- and as
0: from what I remember, basically it's exactly what you said. It's it's kind of that you know the situation where like you just keep dying, you keep respawning and fighting each other. They're on this island. I don't know what the island's about, but they both live mm. on this island and they're both dead set on killing each other because wow. they have and like I said, I don't I didn't dive into the full story, but it's yep. imperative in their in their <coughs> personal missions that they kill the other.
1: Wow, I'm about to look this one up. Because I I saw the idea and the name, but I didn't get into it like that. But
0: bro, not just is it two black characters starring... They look good. The character models are mm. phenomenal. They have hair that's not just like an afro or or, or locks. No offense to your locks. But, yeah,
1: no but offense. But it's just like when, when it comes to video games, yeah. those are
0: the two most widely used and also lazy character model for hair that that a lot of developers Yeah,
1: because they always do locks pretty whack. Yeah. You know, shout out to Lucio. No, like, no. Yeah, they, no. The character
0: models look amazing. They're doing some amazing things. They seem to have a real story. Like, it's incredible. And, I implore everybody like don't 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 watch me watch tv go go read up on death loop because I am so excited for this
1: wow you got me hype as soon as we're done with the show I'm watching that shit it
0: looks like I I I sat the fuck up I was at work wow I I was at my day job when I seen this and I said wait a minute minute. Mm. I stopped everything to watch this um cyberpunk 2077 All oh, i gotta
1: I, oh. I i didn't watch any more from that i was already you know i was done I, I, like I was, i've been from in the it. first game yeah i've been there i'm i'm you know that's day one bought. i've been in like, since
0: two years ago when they first
1: started yeah that's what i mean this. yeah when they first announced it day but, one okay but you, got you know
0: me. what really got me two words keanu keanu reeves my god
1: Yeah, You only needed one Ooh. you know like, right
0: you're right keanu he's he's so he's first I mean, name basis.
1: I mean, speaking of striking vipers, you know, it's like Keanu walks on stage and I, I sit up, you know, I'm like, a, there's an attractive he, man, you know, like.
0: He's an attractive man. fucking and there's man. There's a
1: handsome man, you know. I thought those glasses in uh, Always Be My Baby were the worst, though. Always
0: Be My The ones th- with no may, lens?
1: Yeah, I, I, just the frames itself. Like, it didn't That's matter. He if he wore them because he knew it was. Fr- I know, because they were the worst. And I, I got that because I was like, yo, do you, they make him look so goofy to me like that. That's why he that wore them. That was not a good Keanu look. The fact that you, you know? thought
0: he looked goofy, but I still, he looked hot no matter what.
1: No, that's the problem. It doesn't matter. Like, if I wear those glasses, it's over. But he can still fucking pull it off because he's Keanu yes, Reeves. And, like, and, you and know, always yeah. I be my
0: maybe. But yes, Keanu is yeah. in there as an actual character. He's hottest as fuck in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what his character's about, and I don't care. He could be the worst scum in all video game history. It don't matter. He's in the game, and I'm about it. Um, as yep. far as stuff that flopped, I didn't really... I was very busy. I didn't really watch a lot of stuff for E3 so far. Yeah, me either. Um, And the stuff that I did see was stuff that was good, like Watch Dogs and things like that. So I don't know about stuff that's really has really flopped. What about you said?
1: People, uh, I saw, and I had to tweet about it, I saw a lot of hate towards the Avengers joint.
0: Not good? Like, what happened? I didn't even watch it. What happened?
1: It doesn't look like the movies. None of the, you know, they hired different actors. So what does that got to
0: do with the video game being good?
1: look I don't you know
0: like honestly guys <laughs> and, and
1: and they show no okay and then one body somebody tweeted to me and they are like they, they don't show any real footage from the game okay you know, it's well, all that, cut scenes that's and a stuff.
0: valid gripe
1: that's a valid gripe but then I think back and see this is why I stopped like it's like I stopped prejudging stuff right especially with video games right okay Spider-Man I remember Spider-Man up to the E3 or whatever the latest convention was it was about three months before that game dropped
0: it was E3 and
1: Yeah, and they were showing the sequence when you're on the raft fighting all these villains and you're swinging through the raft. And there was so much. I don't know if they were, like, doing too much where they were, like, trying to point out everything. So they had all this stuff on screen. And I was like, this looks like a hot mess. (laughs) You know, this game does not look dope. And then I'm like, you're swinging, you're fighting. I'm like, oh, God, it's the same old, you know, stuff I've seen in Batman and every Arkham game. I'm like, this shit is don't be average
0: and it's not and
1: then i bought it it's not and it's one of the fucking greatest experiences i've ever had playing a video game i cried several times time. playing that game yeah all time like it goes in my top 10 it's incredible so i'm just like let me just pull back you know this did not look the best to me but for people to be like yeah you know and just the ultimate but that's the internet you know everyone got to get these jokes off i get it you know you got to get these jokes off but My thing is, people have been working on these shits for like three fucking years. You know, you think they want to hear the first reaction? Just be a bunch of like, "Why doesn't he look like Robert Downey Jr.?" Because Robert Downey Jr. costs fifty million a movie, bitch.
0: (laughs) Like, you know. I mean, I I, I personally don't care whether or not they use. Yeah. Like, is the game good?
1: Dude, and, and, and people pointed this out, even in Spider-Man, the Peter Parker model is horrifying. Like, when whenever Peter Parker's on the street talking, it's so weird. You know, he doesn't look good, and he doesn't look like Tom Holland, nothing. All the other models are pretty good. Peter's is just a little bit off for some reason. But the game is still you know, if y'all haven't played Spider-Man for uh PlayStation, if you have a PlayStation, I don't know why not. By
0: any means necessary, play that game.
1: Yeah, but that and God of War were my two games of last year, and I think Spider-Man edged it out just because, like, there was there was no moment like that first time I swung off a roof that I played a game you know, that, oh my God, I might have to pop that joint in tonight. Right. You know, like, yeah. Well,
0: we will So yeah, I don't yeah. really have,
1: yeah I, didn't, yeah. I didn't have anything that No, I don't, I don't pay attention to wet stuff, man. I I big up dope stuff. Yeah,
0: it is. Um, And that being said, we will have a more full uh, developed roundup on forallnerds.com. Your boy uncolored page will be doing his thing thing. If you don't know who that is, you need to know who that is because he is our resident in-house gaming expert. He does these really dope video game review videos that you can only find on for all nerds TV on YouTube. And um, we also post them on fouroners as well. But please, if you haven't seen any of his stuff before, definitely check it out. And again, be on the lookout for the E three post.
1: Yeah, and I can't wait for that because he definitely he's like me where he only is looking at the dope stuff. Yes. So I don't have to waste my time, you know, looking at wack shit that I don't care about.
0: <laughs> waste my time like, twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah, no, never, never that. that.
0: Um, we have another question. This one comes from Goldie Moss one. They wrote, did y'all watch the new Twilight Zone episodes on CBS All Access? I know y'all been watching Star Trek, but I started watching Twilight Zone and it's been pretty good. Wondering what y'all have to say about it. Yes.
1: Man, I I was just thinking I'm going to catch up on Star Trek and then I just realized I still haven't caught it. (laughs) I I started on Rebels and I was really enjoying Rebels and then I just stopped again. And, uh, you know, it's like, am I going to go back and watch Rebels? Maybe, you know, it's like this. Mm. I'm an episode behind on Thing already. And that book trend got canceled. And am I going to, you know, it's like,
0: (laughs) well, it's not, you're not, you don't have to worry about anything getting canceled yet, but, um, no, I have started Twilight Zone. I only watched.
1: I started, I watched like two. Same.
0: I only watched the first two, the comedian. And, um, what's the other one?
1: I didn't see the The other one. I saw the comedian. Nightmare
0: 30,000 feet.
1: Okay, so I saw the comedian and I saw the Sonai Lathan one. Okay,
0: I haven't seen that. So, so well, you and I can speak more thoroughly about the comedian since we've both seen it, but um, I think it's good. Now, here's the yeah. interesting thing about this. Twi- uh, not that I was ever a Twilight Zone fan. That was kind of before my time. Oh, I was. I okay, was. you were. That was before my time. So, I, I yeah. even though I know always knew of it, I wasn't all the way um, familiar with the story.
1: Yo, shout out to my niece, who my youngest niece, Neifei, who I walked in on one day and she's sitting there watching the old black and white Twilight Zones on her phone like it was nothing. Oh really? And I was like I was like, for real? She was like, Yeah, I love this stuff. Oh wow. Yeah. That's
0: surprising. That's good.
1: I mean, they're they're classic TV. Like the old Twilight Zones easily stand the test of time. They are the black and white joints are just some of the best TV you'll ever right. see. Like, hands down. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well what I was gonna say about this this version of the Twilight Zone is It's just, it has this weird feeling to me. Like when I'm, when I've watched it, I was like, you know, that was good, but. Yeah. Like I wasn't all the way, if it makes sense, I wasn't all the way sold. Like.
1: No. It's something off. My my feelings entirely. Like the comedian was cool. It was cool.
0: But, but you know what? I also, I don't think I, even though I I like Kumail, I I don't think I liked him in this role. He, he he played the comedian.
1: Yeah, I know. Um. I love him and I, yeah, uh, I've seen him play a comedian before and it was like, okay, I get it.
0: No, I, but, he's good in other stuff, but I didn't think I liked him in this particular role. And like the, the, the cons, and that's what I think. I think at least when I'm, and again, it's only been two episodes that I've watched, but so far mm-hmm. the concepts seem greater than the actual execution.
1: Whether are both, I'm not sure about the comedian. I think so, but you know, uh, nightmare, uh, 30,000 been remade. I think twice in twilight zone. History right. now. Like that's, I, like, I learned it
0: was a remake. Yeah
1: yeah that's a that's yeah i think that's the third one now that they've done that so that one the one i watched with Sinai lathan was uh once again a cool concept i thought it was kind of interesting and then it kind of went on it didn't have enough you know and then the ending was just like uh, all right you know kind of like uh, after it kind of felt like after school special ending to me, like, yeah, it like, and like, yeah, that's what's off
0: about. Like I said, like, like, it's literally exactly like I said. I feel like, in, in at least from what I've seen so far, the concepts or the the, the treatment seems greater than the actual full execution, yeah. Um,
1: what I've yeah. seen so far, and I, I've yet to hear someone say. Yo, you got to see this episode.
0: I, I personally have never heard anybody say anything.
1: Yeah. And it's been
0: out for several months now, so.
1: Yeah, I think it's all done. I'm not sure, because they were doing one episode a week. I'm not sure if it's done now for this season.
0: Oh, it's done but, for this season.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. And I've never heard anybody, you know, be like, yo, son. Well, nah. this
0: lukewarm response is actually carried over through the public because right now it's sitting at 74% at Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm yeah so
1: black godfather's on netflix folks you know it's a good two hours of your time that you know well worth watching that's all you know i'm just saying Netflix. You know, uh, <laughs> when, when they see us is now number one you know on netflix it's the, you know when but, they
0: see us is the number one most watched show since it premiered on may 30th
1: every day every
0: time means every single day whatever how many millions to this day how many millions of people that's the most watched thing on netflix right now
1: insane i still ain't seen it yeah you know Thanks for of watching for Hey, based
0: on our last episode, we talked about that about protecting your, your mental health. You may or may not watch yeah, it.
1: Yeah, may or may not, you know. So, no.
0: I will watch, I watch
1: it. That's what I'm saying. I had to watch Black Godfather because that that's that mental health. You, woo! <laughs> Man. i go watch that joint any day. Like, all right. All right. Do we have some more tonight?
0: Um, um. There's a couple of things. Uh, one moment. Oh, okay. Mario... Oh, is this the name Mario Hill? Yes. Mario Hill yes. writes, now that this Game of Thrones has ended, what do you think is the next show to take its place as the show to watch? Are there any new shows coming out that have potential to achieve the best show on TV title?
1: Oh. Um, That's hard that, to say. Yeah, and it's early and it's also interesting how like Game of Thrones was nowhere near the show to watch when it started. Yeah. Like, the viewership was very small, you know, in terms of, like, overall viewers comparatively to how it ended. Right. So, it's going to be a show. I think I think that's the only chance because also in this day and age of where we live in, like, like I would say Doom Patrol is something that everyone should see. But only a very, you know, select people are watching Doom Patrol because it's on DC's, you know, service. Right. And because we're, we're in this streaming war service time where it's like, you know, and there's so much content. And a lot of it very good. You know, I've heard about so many good shows I've just never had a chance to see. Mm. And maybe never will, you know, just because I just don't have the time. I
0: think it's it's twofold. On the one hand, and also writing on that point you just made, there's a lot of content. And that's always, to me, that's good that you have more variety of content. You have more choice. Mm-hmm. they are also behind lots of paywalls and and, and, and walled yep. gardens so there will be a select few people who will be privy to those things and a larger number of people who won't so there are going to be people who miss out on like you know if, if you say you say every week that titans is so good it's so great there's going to be a, a large group of people who are never going to know that and yeah. never going to see it for various reasons but and that's not even their fault it's just how the way it is um, and not that say that everybody had HBO, but people were treating HBO logins like an logins, just sharing that shit. I mean, HBO go yeah. HBO now like, you know, it, it, it's, it was a little more easier to, to kind of disseminate. And also you have places like HBO been around since like the dinosaurs. Right. So yeah, yeah. there are, I mean, there's bars in the street that have HBO because they have it for sports events and other, um, um, how do you call it like like uh social tv events or whatever you want to call it so or appointment tv as they call it um i do think things that reach critical mass like game of thrones are kind of generational yeah Um, at least the 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 most the most uh recent history in my view shows me that like you have your generational so like you have your game of thrones and then Breaking Bad and then Bad. The Wire and
1: Lost. Lost.
0: And I don't, I I guess those were what, five to 10 years apart?
1: Part, yeah, around that. Yeah, but then there's like Breaking, I'm um, like Lost and Breaking Bad were like interconnected where they like ended one after the other pretty much. Okay. Well, um, I,
0: it's just, and, and maybe that's not quite generational, but I just feel like I don't know where nece- it, it may be a little early. We may not necessarily get it right now.
1: I think the next one that has the potential. Um, is Watchmen and and one really? is because yeah okay this is why it has Damon Lindelof behind it who creates a lot of shows that become you know loved and hated all at once and then it also has you know the Watchmen brand which to bring a lot of you know die hard comic book heads then it has Regina King you know coming off one of her biggest years ever and then it has HBO so I think those things behind it could do it because you know even westworld is bubbling still like if westworld comes back with a really crazy season three people will go back and watch the first two seasons and then you know they could go into four and five and really have something on their hands Mm. you know because they've already got that you know that bubble where people are like yo these you know if people love westworld love it you know and even just the the trailer for season three where they had um jesse pinkman i can't remember his real name but after we played jesse pinkman they had him in it and i didn't know what the fuck was going on when i'm watching the trailer i'm like what is this show what is this and then at the end it was like westworld and i was like oh oh okay i need to see this aaron paul aaron paul yeah so i might have to go back and watch season two because i only saw season one i heard season two get so convoluted and season one was fucking convoluted so yeah Yeah. but yeah but you know, yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but I think you know the most potential right now is something like Westworld and then Watchmen because I think HBO still has that most viewership. you know, Netflix might really get more viewers, right. but I don't know, Netflix, because the way they release it all once, it doesn't seem to have that same like
0: It doesn't have the same you know, impact.
1: Yeah, but, I think that's their problem.
0: But I also you know, I also think, you know, this is also very subjective as I mean I know when when I guess in this question, when you say the show, you mean a show like that's on a global level of Game of Thrones. But there are shows that are out now that are considered the shows, but maybe for a certain sub subset of the population. Things like Insecure is the show for a certain subset of the population. It may not be necessarily like this global phenomenon, but when it's on, that's all I hear in this, in the Twitter sphere or whatever sphere Mm -hmm. you want to say, like there's no one talking about any other show, but that. So, I you know, again, it it, it depends on what, what bubbles you live in. But as far as something like a global event, I don't know, bro.
1: And see then you gotta look at it like when they see us seems to be a global event mm. it's the number uh, one this is you know true. this is true yeah so that is a global event a worldwide that's number one people are watching this worldwide but because it all dropped at once once again because people are watching on their own time like people might binge it all on a day you know it doesn't have that same impact where it's like Sunday night the world stopped for fucking game of thrones I see you know like the world stopped 9pm yeah you know 9pm you were tuned in All of Twitter was, you know, 10 topics down was different Game of Thrones things. You know, that's like, that's something else. So, yeah, I don't, that's going to be tough. I don't see that for the first year of Watchmen, no fucking way. I don't even see that for the third year of Westworld. Like I said, I could see third year leading into that type of thing. Shit,
0: it took five years for Game of Thrones to get there.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. It took five for Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones was really the monster that it was. Yeah. like you know it was critically acclaimed and we were all watching it but it wasn't like where you know everybody and their grandma was watching it like no. right yeah. all right but that is a great question though
0: super great question and that's the rest of the questions for today's episode word up and if you have any type of question for us whether it be geek culture related pop culture related some combination thereof, even music related, or you just want to talk to us about your family. We love those questions. Hit us up, contact at 4 You can email us if you have a rather lengthy question or you just want the privacy. Alternatively, if you just want to hit us up quickly, you can hit us up at 4 nerds on all social media. And as always, if you are a Patreon patron to our patreon.com slash for all nerds page, you get priority because you will be subscribed to our super producer tier. So make sure you hit us up and get your guac question answered. Nice. That was really good. No I've never done it that smooth. Damn
1: yeah all right practice makes perfect well, <laughs> practice makes perfect you know when you put in the work that's what Smooth happens you know hell. work hard and be kind yeah been doing this for a while no
0: O'Brien saved my life
1: so straight <laughs> up and down he did for me i'm not even joking there that shit was for real for real like that changed that changed me. i
0: hear it Whew. I heard yeah.
1: you. yeah that, that was a moment boy I was sitting there probably crying like I was, I was in a bad space it was bad yeah I was like in a dark sitting in my room watching that shit going through it Yeah, it was a rough time in my life but you know and now look at me
0: we gotta get him on the show Spotify gotta get him on the yeah. show
1: Yeah. gotta get him on the show real soon for real Um, and now it is time for one of my favorite segments that always brings me joy real quick this week we call it Comic Psycho That's Comics I Copped, C-O-P-P-E-D, Comics I Copped, where we talk about all the comments that we're copying. That means any comment that we're buying, reading, loaning, whatever, you know, however you are consuming comments, new, old, it don't matter. Use that hashtag on all forms of social media, Comics I Copped. Whenever you're reading something, you know, you bought something in the store, you want to show off your store. Shout out to all the stores out there. Shout outs to a shop called Quest out there in LA, still holding me down. Beautiful even I even shop. Been there. Beautiful
0: shop. Beautiful. If you guys live in LA or will be in LA, hit up that shop. <laughs> Take the trip out mm. there because it's worth it.
1: Well worth it. A shop called Quest, one of my favorite um, Comet stars out there. So dope. And uh, this week in Comments I Cop, real quick. Let's see. I finished up the Fantastic Four run by Jonathan Hitman from a few years ago. I definitely recommend that to anyone who has never read a Fantastic Four comic. It's a great one to jump on because it I don't know. It's like Fantastic Four is such a dope comic because Hitman gets to the best part about it is that it's about a family, you know, and that's the one thing that is like they're different. They made some different from the Avengers from the X-Men from anyone else is that it's a family of people who are together because they're family, not because they have powers or all this stuff. Like they would still be together even if they didn't have that. And so that's what makes it so dope is like Hitman really gets that. And it's like uh, there's, I think, four or five trades to it. So it's not that long. You can pick it all up, read it. And he's also, you know, it's like an overarching story that he wrote. He wrote Fantastic Four for a few years. Then he wrote Avengers for a few years. And now he's about to start writing Edgeman. So it's like he's handled all the big major Marvel franchises, and the story has kind of continued through them all. So that's why I went back and read Fantastic Four because I'd already read the Avengers. I doubt on him when he was doing the Avengers, and so I went back and read Fantastic Four. Definitely dope. Um, also dropping, will drop this week today. Actually, is the Immortal Hulk number nineteen, and I keep talking about this book every time an issue comes out because. Every issue is like the best Twilight Zone shit I've ever seen. Mm. I, I thought last issue was the most horrific ending to an issue that this book had ever had. <laughs> and Al Ewing, the writer topped it again with this issue with another ill ass twisted, like, yo, what the F, f was that? And what's going to happen next moment? Like the dude is just murdering it on this book. Yo. It's just absolutely incredible how good this book is. Please check it out. Everyone out okay. there, it's, you know, yeah, it's now on its third trade. That was, yeah, issue 18, I think, would be the end of the third trade. And so, issue 19 is the start of the new one. But, yeah, Immortal Hulk by Al Ewing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Just an absolutely incredible book. And also out this week is Silver Surfer Black by Donny Cates. Ooh, what's that about? Yeah. And Trad Moore. It's a limited series that's coming out from Marvel about Silver Surfer. I haven't got to read the issue yet. It just dropped. I picked it up already though because Trad Moore is I've talked about him before on the show. He was the artist behind all uh, this book, Luther Strode. He did a thing of Venom once. He did this Ghost Rider run that's also dope. But Trad Moore, I saw uh Kari Randolph, you know, another artist, friend of the mm-hmm. show he was tweeting about him like he was just like yo trad is on some other shit
0: yeah i like his like work. trad
1: he's a fucking monster yo like when you really see like if you that's another one the are um luther strode it's three different trades um they're like each one is like different like the immortal life of luther strode the something something of luther strode but i would encourage anyone to pick those up they're from image comics they're pretty effing violent i will warn you there but his art is, like, looking at, like, panels from the Matrix, you know, of action. Like, it's just incredible. He's so sick, and he, he he's still developing as an artist. Like, you can see the change in his style from the three books of Luther Strode. Like, he goes from a really angular style to a really loose, more fluid style. And I like him in the more fluid style. I love both of them, but as he got into the more fluid shit, it's crazier. And it looks like he's doing something even next level with Silver Surfer Black. So I can't wait to read it. I think everyone should rush out and pick it up because it's one of those books that I think will sell out very quickly. It's only going to be a limited series, so it's only five issues. And uh, Donny Cates is on fire right now. He's been doing this Venom book that I know everyone has said is so good. I haven't read that yet. But he's a really dope writer and people have just been like, yo, this dude is on it right now. So I'm checking that out. I can't wait to see what he's doing. Yeah, because I love Silver Surfer. He's just one of my favorite characters ever and trad Moore is just one of them artists that i'm like yo he's doing silver surfer okay i gotta add this yeah wow yep so silver surfer black immortal hulk both from marvel both dropped this week nothing away from dc or image or anyone else this week Uh, and i think that's about it yeah that's all i've been reading that and like i said i've been running through all these old fantastic four joints which are really good i really you know Encourage anyone to pick those up, especially if you've never read a Fantastic Four. It's a great way. It's a modern take on them and just a really dope story. Nice. All right. Uh, and uh, before we get out of here and some other comic cartoon related news, yes. the Boondocks.
0: Yes, I'm glad you said it. That's what I wanted to talk about.
1: <laughs> is returning to uh, Sony said, but they haven't said what channel or what services. Yeah, to be on we yet. don't
0: know in what form. Like, well, let me not say form. We don't know what network. We don't we yeah. don't know that, but yeah, Sony Pictures announced has has announced that one of their stuff that to be released in 2020 will include a Boondocks reimagining. Um, Aaron Magruder, thank the Lord, will be on it. Um, nice. He, the crea- the original creator. He will be mm-hmm. part of the entire process, so we can we can be <laughs> at least at least a little more clear that it will be done well. Um, mm-hmm. There's no uh com- confirmation that the original cla- cast all of them anyway will be back but
1: oh virginia king's price is gone up
0: but you but i but i but i'm like to me and i understand about yeah, how, how do you do story, it how do you do it without them like that's classic um but john witherspoon he was on a show recently and
1: yeah he, and he was talking about yeah, it he yeah said, and he
0: said he kind of hinted that he was gonna be part of the new season but yeah this reimagining basically they said Um, It's going to be similar to the current political space where the Freemans are going to be battling against Uncle Ruckus, who is now an evil tyrant running the Woodcrest County government. So Mm. Huey, Riley and Granddad's going to attempt to fight Ruckus's iron fist in ways that are both topical and radical. So, you know, I'm here for the shits. I'm ready yeah. for it. And I like you said, Virginia's price has gone way up since the last time <laughs> they've been they, the boondocks was out. So um, I just hope they Sony got the money. OK, they got all this Spider-Man money. They need to throw it in her direction. And let's go.
1: Mm, they really do. Yeah. And I saw Sony uh, dropping something else. The directors of Spider-Man of uh, Into the F- Spider-Verse are doing a new joint that's not Spider-Verse related, but where they're going to be using the animation from spider-verse like the techniques they developed on it so this film i can't remember the name of it but it's about like this family battling this robot invasion and so the family is to be done in one style and the robots are gonna be done in a whole nother style so it's to be like this whole mashup of the two styles you know literally is the battle between the styles so i was like oh that you know i'm there for that already anything them dudes do lord and miller like Right, you know, after Spider Verse, I'm like, y'all have all of my effing money for all time, like.
0: And we had said that we don't know what network, but there are a few conflicting reports saying that it is going to come back to mm. Adult Swim. That's where it was originally.
1: It was, yeah, man. Wow, that's been so long. I forgot. Two
0: thousand five
1: yeah jeez that's when it went off the air
0: no it came on in 2005 and and probably because also uh, most people not most but uh uh, uh, a younger generation the majority a younger okay a lot of people got on the boondocks from when it was like um syndicated on other networks and even when i remember uh,
1: when it debuted uh, definitely yeah
0: but it came out in 2005 but i
1: stopped watching later on
0: a lot of people did because the the very the four season last season um magruda wasn't even involved
1: Yes, wow. that's what it was. I mean, I was like, why did I stop watching that shit? And then there was the episode that got banned. There's this, and I've seen it, um, where they went off on BET, and that shit was so yes. like out it, of control. But
0: yes, 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 and
1: so good. But I think that's what also led to Magruder being forced out. Right. It was bad, like yeah. And that
0: also reminds me of the fact that we're still waiting to hear some some more tea on the Aaron Magruder Will Packer show that they announced in 2017 the Black America show wow yeah um cause that just reminds me I was like wait a minute uh cause remember that, that that premise of that show where they were like what was it yep. like oh basically black people just seceded a whole part of the country it's our own country within yeah like, like next adjacent to America but um yeah anyway point is Boondocks is coming back all hail Aaron Magruder I'm ready give Regina yeah. King all the money and stop fucking playing
1: Fan Pros, hey!